Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports. Oh, this is so good. The Final Frontier. These are the voices of the sinner and the saint. Did you really think that after absolutely blowing your butt out in game one. Did they blow their butt out? Yes, they blew their collective butts out to try to get that win. Oh, their weekly mission to provide hot takes, medium takes, mild takes, to boldly go where no show has gone before. Take me to Flavortown. Luke Anderson. You're welcome. You're welcome, world. Will Darkens. I know what you're thinking. What will the butt test tell us that the nose <laughs> test didn't? The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate Show on 1080 The Fan. The Odyssey. Map. Just turned into a gigantic Mexican. And 1080thefan.com. Hour two. If you missed anything from hour one, shame on you. This hour is going to be awesome, though. So don't skip this hour to listen to that hour. The podcast will be up after the show, and you can just go and do that, and that'll be super sweet. Uh, hey, this week, February 16th, that's Wednesday through the 20th. That's Sunday. Uh, the Pacific Northwest Sportsman Show is going to be here. So we're going to have uh, Trey Karskadon join us. Talk about it in, uh, oh, I don't know, 10 minutes? 10 cool. minutes or so? Talk about that. You can get all your jerky questions because I know you love your jerky questions. I do. And, uh, and we'll do that. But right now, let's talk a little bit about... Cincinnati Bengals. We kind of got into the uh, Rams. You think the Rams are just going to house the Bengals. You're giving them 99.9% chance of defeat, the Cincinnati Bengals. I wouldn't go that far. I would say I can definitely see it happening. It is a very distinct possibility. You know what I mean? Okay. Very distinct. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't have said that about... like the Super Bowl last year. I yeah, wouldn't Chief, have said that at Chief all. Bucks. 
Yeah, Chiefs Bucks, I would have told you, like, no, what are you talking about? That'll be close. If not close, 10 yep. point game, sure. perhaps. Yeah. Right. This game, though, I think has the very distinct possibility of a blowout. You see it, you see any chance it goes the wrong way for the for the Rams? Of course it could. It okay. could go the wrong way for the Rams like it did for the Chiefs. So tell me what needs to happen. Well, yeah, but that, that the Chiefs didn't get house. I'm saying you any chance a Bengals just go out oh, and blow no, out no. the Rams? No, no. Okay. I don't think so. so. If the Rams, Unless somebody gets hurt. Like Bengals win, they gotta win close. Yeah. Is what you're telling me. Unless Matt Stafford is hurt. What's what's the recipe? Oh, it's just going hurt. No, Sam, seriously. Like, Sam Hubbard goes out there and just uh, yeah. ends uh, Matt Stafford's season if in the Matt first Stafford quarter. If Matt Stafford gets hurt and he can't play, then I the Bengals might win by more than You're 15. not taking uh, John Wofford to go out there? Is that his name? <laughs> Is that the backup? The old UCF. Pride of UCF. Yeah. Uh, you don't see him going out there and just lighting the world on fire, winning the uh, uh, MVP of the game? Oh, I don't think so. All right. So what's the recipe for the Bengals to win this football game if they're going to, if, if they even have a chance? I would say mind? run the ball, run the damn ball. All right. Joe but Mixon. You need to run the ball in a way that um, will avoid Aaron Donald, which I don't know if you can run it right at him. Tire that mofo out. You could try. Well, that's what the 49ers did. We're pretty successful with it and uh, almost had themselves a yeah. Super Bowl appearance. Yeah, Beat him twice in the regular season. The 49ers have a pretty good offensive line. So. Yeah, that's true. But yeah. even <laughs> but here's the thing. What's the easiest thing for the offensive line to do? Drop back and uh, block for a quarterback who's trying to make a big play on every play or run the ball. Yeah. See, again, this is what I feel like everybody keeps trying to like. I'm just asking you. You're a football guy. some butter over with this conversation is that like they make these comparisons to how the Rams performed against the 49ers, against mm -hmm. the Buccaneers, against whoever in the regular season, whatever. And I just, I point back every time to, look, I don't think you understand how horrible the Bengals offensive okay. line Okay. Are they good enough to get to a Super Bowl? I think Joe Burrow is good okay. enough to get to a Super Bowl. They're in the Super Bowl. You're not giving them a chance to go out and play it. I think that if you want to win on the offensive side of the football, you need to try to draw the defensive line into situations where they feel like they're overcompensating for certain things. Now, I'll give you an example of that. Jamar Chase is probably the best weapon you have on the field. I would even put him over Joe Burrow as the best weapon okay. you have on the field. You cannot whatsoever keep that guy stagnant. Yeah. Meaning you cannot line him up in the X every time. You cannot line him up in the Y every time. You need to move him around the field as much as possible because that's what the Rams are going to key in on. Now, here's a distinct advantage I think the uh, the Bengals will have over the Rams. is the fact that the Rams' secondary is garbage except for Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> the Rams, for whatever Wait, reason. Eric Weddle. Yeah, yeah, Eric Weddle there. Old 50-year-old yeah. Eric old Weddle. Eric Weddle. Now, the Rams have this weird thing where they don't move Jalen Ramsey around. And I don't quite understand why they don't. Now they might switch this up when they actually get to Sunday, because they'll probably understand that if they continue to do that, they'll just put Jamar chase on the other side of the field. <laughs> and that's not very smart. And I'd like to reckon back to Sean McVay's first stint in a Super Bowl game against Bill Belichick. And if everybody remembers that quite correctly, he did not change a lot up. Different circumstances, of course. Your star running back was uh, uh, hopelessly injured, and it seemed like only you yeah. knew that. And so <laughs> you were working around that. Jared Goff was your quarterback. Yeah. Uh, Cooper Cup was not playing. I yep. don't think a lot of people remember that. And you had to, in certain respects, yes, play a little bit more conservative. I don't think McVay is going to be very conservative 
about his game plan, even though the fact that he is an offensive coordinator to defensive coordinator, but I think he will tell the defense, look, we need to throw the kitchen sink at this offense. We cannot underestimate what they can do. Yes. The offensive line is toilet paper thin, but they will find a way to get the ball to Jamar chase. And yeah. that guy in open field is frightening. So if you're the Bengals, you move chase around as much as possible. You put him in, the, you have him motion from slot to running back. You have him sit as an H back on the line. You have him. I mean, you do everything possible to mix up how the Rams are targeting him. Yeah. Well, the, the other thing that you've got here in this game, and I'm sure it's been, you know, reported on ad nauseum, but where did Zach Taylor's uh, coaching start come from in the NFL? That would be the Rams. Yeah. So, I mean, you've got two guys that I imagine know each other quite well. And you have two two guys game planning against one another. How much trickeration you expecting from this game? Are they going to kind of go and try to get sneaky on it, or are they going to just kind of uh, you know set up an entire game plan? Because I think this game could be uh, exotic if they want it to be A trick play. Hey, well, no, but like, I mean, you are you going to try to surprise them? The, the uh, you know, the surprise onside kick or Ooh. something, you know, something like that. Where are you are you going to see some? You know, just going for it from the Bengals who, you know, they, they are the underdogs and rightfully so. But what's how risky are you willing to be if you're Zach Taylor? Again, you're playing with house money. You're going out there playing against your, your the, you know, the guy that hired you as quarterbacks coach. Because I don't think he was a coordinator before he moved over. Yeah. Uh, so here you have this opportunity to go and play against your mentor and see what you can do. Yeah, I, I mean. Who's two years younger than you. Again, I think that what, you know, football coaches, I don't think, think in terms of let's trick them probably not all the time well like, like make, okay so the the sean payton story with the onside kick right that was installed and decided was going to happen at some point in the game on monday of practice now and they code worded an ambush okay and, they, and he told everybody on the team he goes it's not a matter of if we're doing this it's when we're doing it we know that we're doing it at some point they were obviously they didn't know that they would be kicking off at halftime but they were down early in that game, and then they come back uh, a little bit. It was like 10 to 6 at halftime, and McVeigh just goes into the locker room and goes, ambush, we're doing it, opening kickoff of the second quarter. And they're code-wording it, and the whole team just got jacked up because they knew that they had this little secret that they were going to do, Yeah, and obviously it worked. So as from a strategy standpoint, again, if you're if you're Zach Taylor in this, and I, it doesn't have to be a play, maybe it's just – you know, it's it's lining up Jamar Chase in the backfield or or whatever it is. I'm just I wouldn't be surprised to see something like that. Yeah, I obviously that anything can happen. It's the last game of the season. You really don't have anything else on the line. I think from these two coaches, though, at least from what you've seen from the season, uh, you know that's what will be interesting. I think in the first five minutes of this game, you will get a pretty good reading on what the pace of play will be like, because of course your first two possessions will be ducks. Yeah. Unless you get, you know, you're like, Oh, let's run a flea flicker. But like, <laughs> you know, you'll, you'll see your, uh, your check downs, your runs, your what have you's. But then after those first two possessions, you'll start to see the offenses open up yep. pretty wide and you'll start to see how comfortable is Matt Stafford slinging the ball around the field because they're not going to want to run the ball too much 
they're going to need to rely on Matt Stafford's arm. Look, as much as everybody's crapped on the Bengals defense, it's gotten far better as the yep. season has gone. Yes, on. it has very it kept much getting so. better and better and better and better. And what they're really good at, which everybody on radio rows talked about this week is that they're very good at assignment football, which means they know where to be at the right time. Sometimes they're not as physically better as some offensive linemen or other players, but they know where to be. And assignment football is key when you're trying to stop the run because it allows for players to be in the right place at the right time to create stop gaps. So I don't know if you're going to run the ball. You might have to rely on Matt Stafford. All right. Well, it's going to be a fun game. We'll get more into it and what to watch. I know you want to take uh, apart the Blazers trade deadline and you Got need it. to tell me how right I was that they were not done with one move. I was wrong. Yes, uh, but first, we're going to talk a little Pacific Northwest Sportsman Show. We'll do that next with Trey Karskadon. Um, this is The Center and the Saint on 1080 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. She hates my mama. She hates my daddy too. She loves to tell me she hates the things I do. She the Sinner and the Saint Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan. Welcome back in. This week is the Pacific Northwest Sportsman Show. It is February 16th through the 20th at the Expo Center. Uh, this, I'm told, is the largest sportsman show west of the Mississippi. Uh, joining us now to talk about it, Trey Karskadon. Uh, Trey, this is uh, your triumphant return to 1080 The Fan. Once upon a time, you host a, uh, hosted an outdoor show here, didn't you? Hey, uh, a long time ago. And what a wonderful way to take it in with Lyle Levitt. You know, can't can't start the morning any better than that. Oh, we got but, you yeah. back. <laughs> yeah, back back in the back in the beginning. You know, when they uh, just started the station, we were on for about nine years as inside the outdoors, and uh, right across the aisle from KGON, and uh, we were sandwiched between Mike Parker, who was just ahead of us, and. Kermit and uh, Michael Thompson just after us. Well, there you go. Fantastic. Well, welcome back. Well, let's talk a little bit about this sportsman show. Is that true that this is the second largest sportsman show in the entire country? It is. It it is. And it has been for some time. It's a, it's the Mac daddy of sportsman shows. And even the the biggest one that's back in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. And of course, two thirds of the country's population is east of the Mississippi. So rightfully it should be over there. But, um, 
Uh, that one is very, it's, it's owned by the NRA, has very heavy emphasis on, on guns, uh, where ours is really balanced between all aspects of hunting, fishing, outdoor recreation. And it is the largest retail consumer show. Um, there's more consumer sales done at this show than any show of its kind in the country. Wow. Um, it's, it's, it's really a monster. Over 300,000 square feet of display space. And, you know, when folks come in, if you've got a passing interest or, or you're an enthusiast in fishing or hunting, it's, you know, in one place you can experience so much. Um, you know, basically all aspects of each sport. Um, you know, there's, there's uh, informational seminars. There's uh, some of the, you know, better-known, well-known personalities in the game on both sides while fishing and hunting. Uh, and, of course, lots of retail, manufacturers, booze. That's kind of been our secret sauce, Luke, is a um, blend of, uh, you know, high-end manufacturers' booths so people can get their questions answered. Then you can walk across the aisle and buy it. Oh, very nice. And, and in some cases, like our, our hometown favorite um, and also the presenting sponsor of the show, Loophold, that's based out of Beaverton, um, you know, they'll have hard-to-find or scarce, uh, you know, uh, binoculars, scopes, optics uh, for hunting and outdoor use available at the show and for sale. And oftentimes at deeply discounted show-only pricing. And that's true of literally hundreds. I mean, there's like seven, 800 exhibitors at this show. So um, it, it kind of doesn't matter what you're looking for, whether it's apparel, uh, kayaks, uh, fishing tackle of all kinds, rods, reels, line, all that. It's, it's all here. Well, we're, we're spoiled rotten here in the Northwest with all of the different options that we have for fishing. Uh, you know, just in my family, my, we go turkey hunting, elk hunting, deer hunting, uh, fishing for uh, trout, salmon, uh, razor clams, uh, oysters, uh, you know, mussels, whatever it is. There's all of these things that we can do. How much of the the space is dedicated to taking advantage of the Northwest? How much of it is for people that, that travel to go hunting and fishing? Uh, we've got a big trip going to Alaska this summer. How much of it is focused on here? How much is focused on just the sports in general? Great, great question. Um, it's, it's very balanced. So we have people, exhibitors that come from all over the world and literally uh, attendees from all over North America to, to attend this show. So we have um, about a dozen African safaris that are represented. We have, oh, probably 20 or so um, Alaska operations, both hunting and fishing, uh, probably the same in B.C. And then across um, Canada, we do it province by province. Uh, we have some out-of-state stuff. Um, you know, not much in Asia, but a little bit over there. Uh, and, uh, and it all sells. We have, uh, you know, for instance, we have a guy out of New Zealand um, that uh, really relies on these shows to book book the seasons, and he does. Uh, people want to go to New Zealand uh, hunting red stag and fishing for monster trout. So it uh, there, there's something there for everybody. You know, I've I've been in the business for over 40 years now, and I'll go to the show and I'll book uh, trips for myself, both here in the state. I do a few, and then I'll do some stuff out of state, and that's where I I, I do my shopping because I can literally go from one to the next to the next. And, and find something that kind of you know, gets me excited about going somewhere different. Well, and the cool thing about being such a big show is you said it does have something for everybody, but is it overwhelming for somebody that just wants to go specifically, say, for bass fishing, uh, for an example? You know, uh, answer your question honestly, it is a little overwhelming because it, it is so big that if you – there's literally miles and miles of miles, and if you wander them, it'll take um, – 
know, a solid eight hours to do it. <laughs> if you're focused just on bass, we have some seminars uh, from top, um, you know, from, from top, you know, bass uh, tournament pros. This year we have a thing called the Bass Lake, which uh, is brought to us by Old Town Kayak and Canoe. And it's a lake that we've created at the show that's stocked with bass and panfish. And all day, every day, you'll have um, experts in kayak fishing in the pond uh, giving seminars. This is the fastest growing category in Northwest fishing is bass fishing from kayaks. And so we've taken advantage of that and uh, made it one of the centerpieces of this year's show. Very cool. Uh, Elk Friday. What's going on in Elk Friday with the do-it-yourself uh, hunts and, and options? What, what, what can we learn if we go there? We've been elk hunting for years in my family. It's good for beginners and uh, experts? It is. Um, so last year's show, we had a hunting celebrity that's become a good friend, Randy Newbert, and he's a national hunting figure. Uh, and you know, after the show, we were talking, and he said, you know, you guys should try something like an elk day. And then we kind of talked about it. We, we chewed on it a little bit. We liked the idea. And Randy's back this year. He's one of the people that will be there for elk day. And he does a Q&A. Wonderful, wonderful guy. And he's all about public plans hunting. And then we'll have a number of other folks that really focused on um, Northwest elk hunting. We even have a guy talking about hunting Roosevelt elk, which is, um, that's tough. Because, yep. you know, that's a... Uh, something that gets a lot of attention, but there's not a lot of information. So we really had, we spent about six months trying to find that expert, and we did, and he's at the show giving a seminar. Well, very cool. Well, there's an option if you're interested uh, as a listener to go to the uh, Pacific Northwest Sportsman Show. We're talking with uh, Trey. Uh, am I saying your name right, Karskadon? Is that correct? Well, it's close, but that's okay. It's great for Okay. My mom, my mom couldn't pronounce it right. Oh, that works for me. Uh, but if you want to win tickets, you can go on to the events page, uh, events and contents page at 1080thefan.com. Uh, if they don't end up winning those tickets, Trey, how do they, how do they get uh, to the show uh, this week? You bet. We're out at the, um, out at the uh, uh, Portland Expo Center Wednesday through Sunday. And the uh, show opens at 11 on uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, 10 o'clock on Saturday and Sunday. And uh, they can buy tickets online at www.thesportshows.com or they can buy them right at the door. And all that information is on 1080thefan.com. So if you've already got that pinned, you can just go there and start. Um, you said eight hours to go through the whole thing. Can you get multi-day passes to, if you want to try to see everything in, uh, in smaller chunks? In fact, you can. We have a two-day pass for twenty-four dollars. There you go. And, uh, and, and it's a it's a bargain. Uh, that uh, two-day pass uh, is well worth it if you take advantage of you know all the exhibitors that are there. It's a wonderful show. Perfect. Well, I will be out there for sure. I think I've got Friday pinned, but I'll, I'll talk with my uh, my brothers and uh, our hunting parties, my brothers and my dad. So we'll try to get everybody out there this week. So hopefully I'll have a chance to bump into you, Trey, but thanks for taking the time to talk with us. Luke, I'd love to meet you. Stop by the show office. We'll say hi. <laughs> will do. All right. Have a, oh, oh, wait, before you go, Trey, we need to get your Super Bowl pick. Oh, well, you know, I think I'm going to hang my head on the Rams. All right, there you have it. So uh, that's uh, Trey from the Pacific Northwest Sportsman Show at the Expo Center, 16th through the 20th. Uh, go and check it out. It only take you eight hours to get through everything, Will. No big, no big deal. So uh, there you have it. Um, next, we're going to come back. Will needs to break down the Blazers. Uh, I don't know midseason moves. 
the improvement process. But first, your sports center update. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Cigarettes and chocolate milk. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan. Rufus Wainwright. I like this song. Good stuff. I know you do. Uh, hey, uh, Will, did you enjoy that interview? Yeah, it was good. Yeah? You get your picture taken? Hey. <laughs> now I can hear it from in the bathroom. Yeah. Will goes, this is good timing. There you go. We'll be behind the scenes for everybody. This is great. Everybody I can uh, submit my tushy pick. <laughs> Two birds, one stone. Not that you were going to be super helpful on the outdoors one. You're going, I don't like to dress too much like a hiker when I go hiking because people think that I hike is basically the last breakdown you did of your outdoor activity. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. 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 It is true, though. <laughs> I want to leave some mystery as to why I'm on that trail. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, hey, uh, you told me last week that the Blazers were done. They're moving Norman Powell. They're moving Robert Covington to get Eric Bledsoe and a couple uh, couple uh, other players, Justice Winslow and Ke- Keon Johnson. You said that was it. That's all they were going to do, and you were disappointed, and you were mad at the Blazers because they're never going to do anything to take a big swing. Well, they did it. They pulled the trigger, CJ, no more. And I was poo brown wrong. Did you read his letter in the Athletic Tribune? I did. I Athletes thought it was very Tribune. nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, it was very nice. If you have a chance to read it, we don't need to read it for you. Uh, it's rather long. Uh, we can. For, yeah, but it's long for this. Just spend for, this whole segment reading yeah, it. Yeah, but it's it's very good to go ahead and go to the uh, the Athlete Tribune. Is that what it's called? Am I reading, saying that? Athletes right? Tribune. Yeah, Athletes yeah. Tribune. Mm-hmm. Uh, go and read read the piece uh, that uh, CJ wrote. It's a very, very uh, fond uh, memories that he will have of uh, times, uh, the early days uh, with Dame and what the city meant to him, and it'll always be part of his life. Uh, but I thought it was very nice. And uh, you look at what the Blazers are today, and I don't expect you to be excited about it, Will, but are you, are you happy that they finally pulled the trigger and made a move? 
Yeah, I'm incredibly happy that they did pull the trigger and made a move. Unfortunately, the move they made uh, very and I'm willing to give this time. I don't think I, you have a I don't think you have a choice. I guess, yeah. Uh, it reeks of Neil Olshay. And Re what? Neil Olshay refused to move on from his favorite players. Here's the twinge of Olshay to it. Oh boy. Yes, they moved on from the uh, stalwart that was Robert Covington, Norman Powell, and CJ McCall. So they got rid of these guys, right? They got rid of bad contracts. Yeah, they got rid of bad contracts. Would have liked it if they got rid of Nurk somehow. I yeah, understand. But Nurk isn't under a bad contract. That's right. a difference with Nurk. Nurk's going to be a free agent this right. year, and he's unrestricted. I understand. I would have liked to get some value out of him, I guess. Okay. I get it, though. Not a big deal. Yeah. Um, here's where there's a twinge of Neil Olshay to it, is the, just trust us, all right? Ah. We're, we're getting to the offseason. Just don't worry. We'll, we'll make something happen. Now, I got very excited about this move initially because I said, awesome, this is it. This is your chance to go get Ben Simmons. This is it. It, it lines up perfectly. You can facilitate a move between the Nets and the 76ers where you can provide enough cap room, enough whatever trash assets sure. they need in order to get Ben Simmons over here and bring James Harden to the 76ers. And then the Nets can wipe their hands clean of all that crap. Sure. That didn't happen. Okay. So it makes me a bit nervous that we're heading into a free agency period where if you take a look at the list of free agents, a lot of guards, a lot of guards, we don't need a yep. lot of dudes that aren't going to make us significantly better. will probably put us right back in the same place that we were. You can still trade in the off season still. Now, right? That's a thing. Here's the other part. I did this exercise with dusty and he refused to answer to me. And oh. I don't know why. Can you name one guy? One guy who, if we were able to trade for him in the offseason, would make a significant difference and make us championship contenders for the next three years in all reality that we could trade for. All reality that yes. you could trade for. Uh, Go down the list. You could say LeBron, and then, of yeah. course, we'll say, well, you can't do that. Giannis, well, we can't do that. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, no, I mean, I, I would... <laughs> I mean, you have to kind of look around the landscape and you go do. like, is San Antonio willing to part with Zach Collins already? And, you know, if they are, <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, you know, it, it, it's difficult because you don't know what the moves other teams are going to make. So, you know, what teams are going to become available? Carl uh, Anthony Towns is an interesting guy because is he the going to be the centerpiece of another rebuild, which seems to happen every year in Minnesota? Um, what's going to happen with uh, I'm just trying to think of teams that really need to shake things up? Yeah. There's a lot of young talent in Houston. Are they going to keep everything together yeah, down there? That's not what you want. No, I well, yeah, you don't want to get younger, nope. but you've already got pieces down there. Um, you already got enough draft picks to do that. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. You kind of stick with it. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's one guy. Cat is a guy that is interesting to me. That's the one that yeah. I would kind of think, especially if you're going to move on from Nurk mm -hmm. and go and get him where he doesn't have to be the centerpiece of an offense. Mm -hmm. I mean, you haven't really had Dame play with a interior big uh i mean i know that an all star well marcus yeah. well marcus all-star was an all-star big but he didn't play in the interior he just wasn't that kind of guy he was yeah. rebound and, and jump shots but he didn't play like you know heavy in the defense interior. yeah yeah so i 
I don't know. I mean, I, I'd have to look at the look at the list and look at the makeup of these teams. Obviously, you don't need to go out right. and add another and so, guard. But again, are... I, I'm not trying to place blame on Joe Cronin here. I'm not. I'm not no. trying to point fingers at him and tell you idiot or you know the, the what people on Twitter are doing. All I'm saying is, I think it's something that Blazer fans need to start considering and looking at and understanding that you know something, this really might not work out. Like you're hoping it will. Well, of course not, but it it, it rarely does. The, right. The, the but difference you is hope it de- because well, look, of course you hope that it does. But, but dude, right now you've got are, a team that looks dramatically different yes, than it did a week but ago. You are gambling an s ton on this. Sure. This is a lot, dude. Like I don't think I don't think people are letting this sink in, dude. They cleared the decks. Yeah. They have enough but money what, now. But what to did they get sign rid of? Another max. But what did they get rid of? Bad contracts. Uh, but they, they, they got rid of a team that wasn't going to win. Right. When they blew the thing up, mm-hmm. they didn't blow up a team that had an outside chance at winning a championship. They had a team that wasn't going to win a championship, and they tore it down to the studs. Yeah. They're keeping they have they have an all-star, they have a superstar talent in Damian Lillard, who is resting right now and has no incentive to come back the rest of the year. So assuming that he had takes the entire offseason the rest of this season to just feel better and then he takes the entire offseason to get back into playing shape you have dame the best that he's been in years right so who knows how long this ab thing has been lingering but it sounds like it's been quite a while we know it was during the olympics it was bad we know that he should probably shouldn't have started the season uh this year but now you have going into next year the question is for free agents and i know that nobody ever wants to come to portland it's true dude does damian lillard have enough cachet to to talk a guy into coming to play with him because that's what it is. No. I don't think it has anything to do with the city. It has way more to do with a guy like Dame who is very well respected in this league mm-hmm. and and the way that CJ just left and wrote a love letter to the city of Portland to Damian Lillard and a little bit to Nurk. There's quite a bit of of props that he's given to his man Yusuf Nurkic in there. And is it enough to draw guys in if Dame makes a couple phone calls? Are people going to be like, yeah, man, I'd love to come out to Portland and play with you? And we'll see. Because they they have the space. You're not hamstrung by a GM right now like you were before. I would argue no. And the reason I would argue no is because, again, you you need to ask yourself and go down the list of guys that would significantly make you better in the next one to three years. Yeah, Kawhi Leonard, right? Well, I mean, Uh, he very much would. But he also might be available. But I will tell you this. I don't think Kawhi Leonard would want to come here. I okay. think he has had his experiment in the North and he enjoyed it for what it was. And then he said, I want to be in Los Angeles. I want what I want. Please leave me alone. Yeah, this is, what is not, he said. this is not Canada, though. This no, is it's not Canada. But look, when you're trying to attract free agents, and this is another point I think that's uh, something to consider is that the Portland Trailblazers culture and what this is as a team has been so wrapped up in Damian Lillard. Is Kevin Love going to be a free agent? Uh, yeah, actually, I think he is. Would... I don't think Kevin Love would do that okay. for you. <laughs> would... It's an interesting thought, but I don't think Kevin Love puts you over the top. Well, no, but honestly. but but he, he's a free agent too, though. And would he sure. would he be interested in coming back? Huh? Maybe. Yeah. But again, I believe that this team is so wrapped up in the brand that is Damian Lillard that I think there's something lost in translation of trying to sign a guy and convince them that hey, if Damian Lillard decides to leave in X amount of years. Is this somewhere where sustainably I'll want to stay for the duration of a five-year deal? Because, look, honestly, this thing's probably – we're going to know if this thing works in about a year or two years. 
Sure. If in this next year, things are incredibly disappointing, don't be surprised if Damian Lillard starts to send signals that he wants out. If this thing is slightly better this next year, then you'll most likely get a second year out of it. But then if it just plateaus, that's when you're going to see Damian Lillard go out. Yeah, I, believe I don't think there's the a question only, about that. I believe the only way that you're going to make that not happen is if you sign a massive name guy, either through trade or free agency. And that guy, to me, again, it was Ben Simmons. And you, <sighs> you struck out on Ben Simmons. That's okay. Carl Anthony Towns is intriguing. I think that's something that if the chemistry works between him and Dame, yeah, that, that potentially could get you pretty far. Yeah. But the other one, too, I thought was – Hey, what if Miami decides that they just want to blow it up with Jimmy Butler? Sure. Maybe he's too injury prone and they want to get him off the books and they're starting to look ahead and say, yeah, Jimmy's getting older. We don't know if we want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. But just go through the rosters and really think in your head, really ask yourself, could that feasibly happen that we could trade for that guy? And there's not a lot of answers. No, it's worrying. It's worrying. Well, sure. But, but again, Ben Simmons, the Ben Simmons experiment will be interesting to see what happens. He does not need to shoot the ball at all in Brooklyn. No, and he shouldn't. <laughs> well, no, I think we know that. <laughs> yeah. So, but, but if, if he can't make it work there, mm. then Blazers fans uh, can sit there and breathe a sigh of relief because it wasn't going to work in Portland. So if, if it ends up not working in Brooklyn, then you can, but if, if they end up running away with it, that doesn't mean it would have worked in Portland either, where he ends up being a great piece. I don't think you're going to, the only way you learn anything is if he completely bombs in Brooklyn. Cause if he succeeds, he's playing with Kevin Durant and he's playing with Kyrie Irving every other game when they're not at home. But, but what you have right now is you have the Blazers who are going to go out and make a move. Is there one guy that can change the course of this franchise? I don't know. I, I don't know if there is, you know, but you know what? It might be, it might be a guy like Ant. If he steps up and actually becomes a regular rotation player that can play consistently at the height that we've seen, it might be Nasir Little that can go out there. How good is Greg Brown? We don't know any of these answers. Is there a draft pick that they can get in the top four that's going to change the course of this franchise? Maybe. But the funny thing is we see it all the time with these moves, and I point back to James Harden. Dude, that was a slam dunk championship team when that signing happened, right? Everybody thought that there's no way this can fail. Guess what? It failed. It failed miserably and it failed quickly. And Kevin Durant, guess what? He's still always hurt. And guess what? Kyrie Irving is still insane. And James Harden is a big fat baby. Things don't always work out. He is a baby. Yeah. And he's also big and fat. Uh, text line five Oh three, two, five Oh 10 80. Why would you want Ben Simmons? He is toxic. It's a very good point. So I would say that because you're getting him through trade and that you could probably pitch him with Chauncey Billups and say, Hey Ben, you're an a-hole and I'm a coach that's trying to make a mark here. Why don't we try to help each other here for the next year? Yeah. I'm going to talk. If you do everything I tell you to do and you play like you do, because when you do play your best, you're an insanely great defender and insane facilitator. If you do that for the next year, I will talk you up to every coach ever and say you are a reformed man and you are the nicest person I've ever met on planet Earth. I would bet that's bad. And in yeah, fact, yeah. I'll, I'll do you one better. I bet you that's what the Nets told him yeah. and said, hey, if you go through our process, look, you only have to stay here for maybe two years. If you go through everything and you want to leave after two years, we will just sing from the rooftops how awesome you are. And then your trade value will go up and you'll have a choice of where you're going to go. All I want to see is Nets... And Sixers 
in the playoffs. Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, I don't know that it'll line up that way because I'm not sure where they're sitting in the standings. But it can be a Nets are in a play-in right now. That's it can be an opening round series. I don't care what it is, but I just want to see them play head to head with something on the line, and it can be the opening round of the NBA playoffs. Actually, I might prefer it to be the opening round because you need one series to be great for the opening round to matter, and that my friend would be it. No, there's always going to be a good one. The Lakers are at the bottom. So they will be interesting if they squeak in. Cause they're in a playoff situation right now too. There's always enough interest, but that one would be awesome to watch. So who knows what happens? The Blazers did what you asked them to do. So just quit your bitch. They tore I everything can't. down. Yes, you can. can. Yes, you can. can. All right. Super Bowl tomorrow. What are you watching for? What's that little thing that you're watching for? Little moment. That thing that turns the entire tide. Is it the coin toss? You'll find out next. What to watch? Center and Saint, 1080 The Pain. Which is the most exciting matchup in the field of competition? Which game will leave you kicking yourself if you miss it? Which channel should you switch to when the sporting day is gone? Welcome to America's most exciting sports talk radio show segment. It's time for What to Watch. Presented by Encore Audio Video. Now hear this. Whether you're looking for a new TV or a custom home theater, start at Encore Showroom at 14th and Everett in the Pearl. Now our expert panel, avid television viewer Will Darkins. And increasingly out-of-touch father of twin girls, Luke Anderson. Are here to tell you what to watch. Literally, it's what to watch on The Sinner and the Saint. On 1080 The Fan. All right, well, I don't normally do this to you, but uh, I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take something off the table for you. Outside of the matchup, this has been exhausted for me all week, and you've already hit on it in this show. Outside of the matchup between the defensive line and the pass rush of the Rams versus the offensive line of the Bengals. What do you think is going to be the biggest deciding factor in this game? Mm. Biggest deciding factor outside of the Rams pass yeah, rush. The Rams pass rush. That's one, but honestly, no, that's what I'm saying. You can't pick that. Oh, I can't I, pick that. Yeah. No, you cannot. That's everybody. Everybody has said that. Uh, I would say it's quarterback play and you know, it comes down to really, which this is kind of interesting. You know, as many years as Matt Stafford has been in the league, uh, him and Joe Burrow have exactly the same amount of Super Bowl experience. <laughs> yes, they do. Which is something interesting to consider with this game is really these are two rookie Super Bowl quarterbacks. Don't they have the same in. number of playoff wins they too? Have the same number of playoff wins <laughs> as well. So I think that's an interesting aspect to this. And I would even say that Joe Burrow has the better mental fortitude than Matt Stafford. Really? Well, I think Matt Stafford has been known, at least on the Rams, I know in certain respects, but definitely on the Lions, to kind of break down mentally in games, especially at the end. And so yeah. what you want to look for is, can the Rams build enough of a buffer and retain a buffer of a lead to get past a Bengals team who they are on paper, quite literally better than? Sure. They're yeah. a better team. Sure. They should win the game. So we're the Chiefs. So the with the return of Derrick Henry, so were the Titans. So were the so, Titans. Yeah, it, it, to me, I always look at you know the Super Bowl, and you kind of just throw everything out because it is going to be it's the one shot. And I think what you look for is the nerves. And you talk about it, we haven't seen Matthew Stafford on this stage. 
we've kind of seen Joe Burrow on this stage. Everybody was waiting for the Cinderella season for LSU to fall apart at some point. And when you talk about the head-to-head matchup with Alabama for a chance to go to the SEC title game, the SEC title game, a college football playoff game, a college football championship game, dude, that guy did not flinch. You put him in the NFL playoffs coming back from a knee injury in his first NFL season, drags a team that probably doesn't belong in the AFC championship game back from down 18. Dude is unflappable. And it was kind of bugging me early on that they kept calling him Joe Cool. Because I always think, you know, it's, it's such a Montana thing. But I don't know, man. Just watch for the poise with these two quarterbacks. Because Matthew Stafford strikes me as a guy that, I, I won't say mental fortitude, because to play in the NFL takes some mental fortitude. So I'm not going to say he's a mental midget by any stretch. And to survive 13 years in Detroit takes quite a lot of mental fortitude. Money we've, helps. We've seen, uh, yeah, but we've seen quarterbacks that got paid to go play quarterback for the Detroit Lions that did not last that long for sure. But dude, Joe Burrow, this guy is, is as calm as, as cool as the other side of the pillow, as Stuart Scott would say. And uh, if Matt Stafford goes out and gets off the rails early, yeah, it's going to be hard to rein it in during this game. So I'm looking for poise, young man. That's what I'm looking for. Interesting. Well, yeah. that's, uh, I respect your decision, and I think that uh, as this uh, weekend goes along and as we head to 3 o'clock on 3.30 kick, 3.30 kick on Sunday, we'll most likely find out who the winner is. No, I think it'll be much later before we know who the winner is. Uh, okay. Outside of the uh, game, what's your favorite part about the Super Bowl? Oh, halftime man. show, pregame, all the confetti. I think it's probably the guys. What's that? <laughs> all right, everybody, enjoy the Super Bowl. I can't do any more of this. What do you mean? I'm, I'm done. Have a, have a great Super Bowl, everybody. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Set a tea time if you can find one today. It's beautiful. I'm done. We'll do whatever you want. All right, bye-bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 